ourselves I can't afford to be here This is small town music This is big town music He's ahead of his time, you know But he can't use it If only he could prove it Well, tomorrow's just a song away A song away A song away Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis, and this is your Monday bonus episode. All right, it is a dreary Saturday morning. It's rainy in Southern California, 9 a.m., and we're going to listen to some rockabilly music. Now look, this is a Patreon episode, and i got to be honest, not many people contributed this week, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh maybe rockabilly isn't your thing. What is rockabilly? Let me check it out. Let me read. I'll read a little bit. Rockabilly is an early style of rock and roll music. Dates back to the early 50s in the United States, especially in the South. So basically, rockabilly is rock and roll for hillbillies, right? Right? Carl Perkins, Johnny Burnett, you know, Johnny Cash just to name a few early people who played some rockabilly music. So I'm going to play some stuff that I feel is uh, close to rockabilly, and uh, then I'll play uh, some stuff that you guys sent in, and uh, and we'll get through it. No co-host today. Uh, didn't have time to find someone. Uh, look, I couldn't get you guys to contribute, so how am I going to get anyone else to do it, right? All right, who am I going to go with first? First, I want to make sure we're recording. Looks like we are. Um, well, let's go with Eddie Cro- Cochran. Let's uh, kick it off with Eddie Cochran. This song has been covered by many people, including UFO. But this is the uh, the version from Eddie Cochran. Something else. Here she comes. Here comes that girl again. Wanted to beat her since I don't know when. But she don't notice me when I pass. She goes with older guys from out of my class. But that can't stop me from thinking to myself. She's your fine looking man. She's something else. All right, that's a classic. That's some good stuff from Eddie Cochran, something else. I took that off of the best of Eddie Cochran. Why wouldn't you? Why would you listen to anything else but the best? It is September 2nd, by the way. It's Pilar's birthday. She's still sleeping. It's 9.23 a.m. in the morning. She wants to sleep in. That's what she likes to do on her birthday. Doesn't like cake. She likes a Bavarian cream donut from... Dunkin' Donuts, so I went out, got that. We're all set. We're ready for her to wake up. But currently, I'm the only one up. And and Fila. Fila's up. All right, let's go to our first intro. Again, I think there's only like 10 uh, songs maybe sent by other people. So I'll, I'll pad it out with some stuff. But let's go with this guy. Hold on. Gotta go to the mixing board, turn it up. All right, here we go. Hey, Pat, all you rock solid listeners out there and any guest hosts that may be sitting in today. This is Thomas Wallace from Florence, Alabama, with my submission for the Rockabilly episode. Let's go way back to 1957. 
Memphis, Tennessee, Sun Records. Sam Phillips recorded Carl Perkins singing Right String, Wrong Yo-Yo. What's the connection to Muscle Shoals, you might ask? Well, Sam Phillips was born in Florence, Alabama. His family still owns our local radio station, and his granddaughter is actually the station manager there. So we're real proud of that fact. Anyway, Pat, just kick it off right from the beginning, and thanks for letting us participate. But the wrong yo yo. Right string baby, but the wrong yo-yo, Carl Perkins. All right, Thomas Wallace, that's a good one. That's a good one. Classic Carl Perkins, classic rockabilly artist. Good deal, good deal. All right, I'm going to play something brand new. Coming out in a couple weeks. It's from an album called The Devil Always Collects. And this is Brian Setzer. Now look, most of you might only know rockabilly music from the Stray Cats, who popularized it in the 80s that's probably the first uh, rockabilly music i heard so anyway 2023 rolls around brian setzer's got a new solo album out the devil always collects i i gotta be honest i think this is one of his best solo albums i'm really really digging it and this song is a particular favorite on this album it's called girl on the billboard let's hear it one, two, three, four, one. Girl on the Billboard. I've also got copies of this CD to give away. So look for that coming up soon. If you're a Patreon member, you have a chance to win $2 a month. Patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast to win prizes. Tons of stuff coming up. Tons of stuff to give away. Books, etc. So moving on. Here's our old friend Steve-O Dockerson, a.k.a. Hob the Troll. Now, he's got a band. This looks like it's from 2009, so this is kind of current. So I don't know if this is actually a rockabilly band or if this is just a rockabilly-style song, but I'm sure Steve-O will let us know. All right, turning up the volume on the mixing board, and here we go. It's Steve-O Dockerson here, Rock Solid Friends. Uh, I'm going to keep this short because I'm in a public area 
This is from the band Devil Makes 3. It's a cover of an Elvis Costello song. The song is Cheap Reward. Hope everybody's doing great. I love you very much. Yes, I get acquainted with the flow. Well, I've been trying to get away from the things that I always do. Hello, floorboards once again. How are you? Lip service, that's all you'll ever get from me. How do you believe I take you seriously? Your cheap rewards, your blackmail. That's the devil makes three. That's the artist, The Devil Makes Three. I just played a song from an album called The Devil Always Collects. So the devil must have a lot to do when it comes to rockabilly music. Remember, it's rock and roll music for hillbillies, right? I think so. All right, coming up next, this guy's Jeff Scoble. He helps me out a lot when I'm doing interview shows and I need to find music. He uh, he helps me track down some stuff I don't have. So thank you always, Mr. Jeff Scoble. And let's see what he's... Oh, yeah, this is good. This is going to be good. Hold on. Hold on. Here we go. Hey, Jeff Scoble from Detroit here with my selection for this rockabilly-themed episode. This is one of those music categories that I struggle with a little bit as far as what fits and what doesn't. I finally landed on this song by the amazing Graham Parker from his wonderful 1976 Howlin' Wind album. The song is called Back to School Days, and I believe it meets the criteria. Just take it from the top and enjoy this fun song. As always, hope everyone's staying safe out there and keep on rocking. Parker. I think he's got a new album coming out in a month or so. Graham Parker. Should I try to get him on the show? I haven't tried yet. Maybe I should. Will he be hard to get? I don't know. I don't know. Coming up, though, we got some uh, cool people. We got Joan Osborne, which has already been recorded. If you're an ASAP Club member, you've already heard that episode. And then I'm going to be recording with Chris Braid. He is part of Downs Braid Association. They have five albums. It's Jeff Downs from Yes and Asia and Chris Braid, who has written songs for, man, so many people, you know, Christina Aguilara and uh, Selena Gomez and Sia. And he's the singer for this band, and he's he's really good. And they have five studio albums. DBA, you can call them that, Downs Braid Association. And they got one live album where they actually do a couple Asia covers on that album too. So 
Check that out. Didn't record it yet, but coming up. And also Desmond Child. How am I going to interview Desmond Child? He's written so many amazing songs that I loved and still love. So he's got a book coming out. They said they're going to send me copies of the book. So we'll have those. Going to be fun with Desmond Child. I'm going to try something new with that interview, something I've never done before. So hopefully it works. Uh, I'm sure you guys will let me know if it doesn't because you like to send uh, positive emails. Sarcasm. All right. So Jeff in his intro said he struggles with rockabilly because he's not sure what fits and doesn't fit. Well, here's a song written by Bruce Springsteen. I believe he wrote it specifically for Dave Edmonds. I know that Dave, uh, his version is the one we heard first. I didn't hear Bruce's version until 2003 when the essential Bruce Springsteen was released and it had a bonus disc of tracks. So this is Bruce Springsteen singing his own composition, woo, from small things, big things one day come. Here we go. Sixteen, she quit high school to make a fortune in the promised land. She got a job behind the counter in an all-night hamburger stand. She wrote faithfully on to mama. Now, mama, don't you worry none. From small things, mama, big things one day come. I didn't want it to end. So good. So good. Bruce Springsteen from Small Things. Then in parentheses, Big Things One Day Come. I used to sing that when the kids were little and I could sing like the first line and then they would sing the second line. Kind of fun. When I say sing, I mean talk it. I don't really sing. I don't really sing. I don't sing. All right. Next up, we got a guy who's very secretive slash dog X. And he's got his intro and song all together. And let's find out what this guy has for us. Hold on one second. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Slashdog X here with the rockabilly standard that was the first thing that popped into my head for this episode. Many of the well-schooled rock solid listeners will recognize this tune, but for those who don't, I thought they may want to take a guess at who is singing this 70s era version. Pat, is it possible you could give the name of the song and the artist post clip this one time? Thank you. Down 
All right. I will do as commanded. That was Alice Cooper from the album Lace and Whiskey. And the song is Ubangi Stomp or Ubangi Stomp. I don't know. I don't even know what it means. But uh, yeah, that's definitely in the wheelhouse of what we call rockabilly. All right. Good choice. Out of the box choice. Nice. Uh, Now, for me, I've been listening to Marshall Crenshaw now for a couple weeks. Uh, He's been my album of the day for many, many weeks, maybe over two weeks now, easily, because I've been doing the live albums and the EPs. I've been doing the whole shebang because I've been into it so much. It's just uh, great music for summer. And I feel like uh, sometimes he has some rockabilly songs. I don't know if this one is, but I feel like it is. This is from 1985. The album is called Downtown. And this song is called Right Now. I'm all alone, so come on over, baby. Right now, that was the third Warner Brothers album and third album overall for Marshall Crenshaw. Since the first two albums have been re-released and reissued on Yep Rock Records, I did ask Marshall if the rest of the Warner Brothers albums would get released. And he said possibly this one and possibly the fourth album, Mary Jean and nine others. But he said might just be digitally. So I don't know. I hope they're physically released. I would love it. I do have a copy of this on vinyl that I bought brand new on eBay. <coughs> Excuse me, folks. And uh, I also have uh, Mary Jean and Nine Others on vinyl, which I found brand new on eBay. And, you know, I'm not a vinyl connoisseur, but I have a lot of vinyl right now. I have a couple of turntables. And these original pressings, if you can find them, man, do they sound great. So I recommend it. All right, moving on. Uh, only one uh, female voice on the show this week, Beth Kimmett, and her choice is inspired. I like it. Again, thinking out of the box, Beth. Way to go. Hey, y'all. It's Beth Kimmett. My choice for this episode is the song That's Enough For Me by Fleetwood Mac from their 1979 album Tusk. And folks listening might be thinking, is Fleetwood Mac rockabilly? And to that I would say... Fluid Mac is a band that defies genre, but also Lindsey Buckingham described this song as rockabilly on acid. So rockabilly plus psychedelic, I guess. Um, I also realize this is like the third or fourth time that I've brought a Fleetwood Mac song or like someone from that band. And I, I realize I need to listen to absolutely any other music, but I probably <laughs> won't. So In the meantime, I hope y'all enjoy the song. Every night that you make me smile, it's the same. 
All right. I get it. I get it. That could definitely be in the rockabilly family for sure. Nice, Beth. Beth loves the Fleetwood Mac. Who doesn't? Well, Dave Festini doesn't. Hmm, Dave. Why don't you love it? Come on, man. All right. What's next? Hey, we got a Jeff Beck episode coming up. And I did not know that Jeff Beck did a rockabilly album. But he did, called Crazy Legs. Features some people known as the Big Town Playboys. So, this is Race with the Devil, the Big Town Playboys, and Jeff Beck. This is not Jeff Beck on uh, vocals, but you will hear him on guitar. So let's, and again, here we go with the devil theme again. Race with the Devil. Let's hear it. Race with the Devil from the album Crazy Legs. Jeff Beck. Great Jeff Beck episode coming up. Uh, We really play a ton of different music that Jeff Beck was involved in. You know, whether he was just soloing on someone else's song or, you know, just so much stuff, so much stuff. And, um, you know, I'm not an expert on Jeff Beck, but uh, the fellas that sat in with me, they knew a lot more than me. My friend Rob Wilson and Bump Holberter, some buddies from high school. So definitely check that one out. What else? Uh, Earlier I talked about UFO covering the song Something Else by Eddie Cochran. So I'm just going to let you know, Cleopatra Records has a few more UFO live albums coming out. So go to their website if you're a UFO fan and see what's up. All right, let's go to our next intro. Hello, Pat, and to all the rock-solid listeners tuning in around the world, this is Steve Perry from uh, the Blue Mountains over in Sydney, Australia, with my contribution to the Rockabilly episode. Uh, The track that I've gone for is called Moment in the Sun, and it's from Australian rockabilly band The Living End. The Living End were formed in 1994. This is off their White Noise album, which came out in 2008. They're a fantastic band. Um, They all uh, love the rockabilly sound when they were at school, formed a band, and they're still going to this day. So I hope you enjoy it. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you, Pat, for all the uh, fantastic shows that you do and all the hard work. Really, We really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us uh, contribute to these shows. So here are The Living End off their White Noise album with Moments in the Sun. Get too old There ain't a 
Wow, that's great. The Living End. Uh, there's definitely a little rockabilly in there, but man, that just sounded like great pop rock music to me. So nice one, Stephen. Appreciate it. Appreciate when I hear new bands. Now look, it doesn't mean that I'm going to go um, find all the Living Ends albums and, and do a deep dive. I mean, I might, but I mean, could you imagine if I did that with every single thing that I heard and you guys sent to me? I'd be, I wouldn't have enough hours in the day. Seriously. But that sounded great to me. Moment in the Sun from the album White Noise and the artist is The Living End. All right, this guy was mentioned earlier, Dave Edmonds, definitely rockabilly. Definitely, definitely. This is from the album Repeat When Necessary from 1979. And this song is Crawling From the Wreckage. That is Rockabilly 100. You can't deny that's Rockabilly music because it is. So there you go. So September 2nd, woke up this morning to see that Jimmy Buffett had passed away. I know we would uh, make fun of Jimmy Buffett, Parrot Heads and all that stuff, you know, all in good fun on the show from time to time. We would uh, tease Mr. Buffett. But really, rock and peace, Jimmy Buffett, I mean almost like an independent artist in his later career. I mean, has amassed many, many fans. They call themselves the Parrot Heads. He inspired Sammy Hagar to kind of do that lifestyle thing now with, you know, the tequila and the redheads and the beach and all that fun stuff. So, you know, you can't, um, you can't deny Jimmy Buffett living his best life, writing the music that his fans love, you know, putting his toes in the sand having a drink, playing the guitar, and uh, so, rock and peace, Jimmy Buffett, and let's move on, let's move on, Rob McKinnon, what's he got, there's a band I've never heard of, this is going to be good, here we go. Hello, Pat, and guest, if you have one today. Don't. This is Rob McKinnon in Little Britain, Ontario, Canada. My contribution for the Rockabilly episode comes from the Razorbacks. They were a Toronto rockabilly bar band in the late 80s, early 90s. Now, at the time, all the bars in Ontario closed at 1 a.m., so this song is a lament to that fact. From 1988, this is the Razorbacks with It's Saturday Night. Cheers! Don't they know I got 
the Razorbacks from the album Go to Town. It's Saturday night. Very nice. Very nice Dwayne Hoffman. Def- I'm sorry. Very nice Rob McKinnon. Dwayne Hoffman's on deck. Sorry. I had Dwayne's intro highlighted. Highlighted. And Dwayne, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, oh. Talking about the Patreon page again, just to let you know. So when you're a $10 plus supporter, $10 or higher, but you know, $10 is, you know, the max really. There's a few people that do a little more and I appreciate that. But when you're a $10 supporter, you get exclusive video content. I put a video up almost weekly, but I'll tell you what the coolest thing is, is when I do these Zoom interviews with, you know, Joan Osborne and Desmond Child and all these people, I put those up for the $10 plus people only. Those aren't seen anywhere else. Sometimes maybe a clip, 90 second clip for promo. You know, Kyle might put one of those together for me and I'll put it out there. But really, it's uh, no one sees those but me. But if you support us on Patreon, forward slash rock solid podcast, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast for $10 plus, you do get to see those interviews. You see, uh, you see me and you see the artist and we're in conversation. You can see the look on their face, you know, when they're, they're thinking about what their answer is going to be. You can see the dumb look on my face uh, when I stumble and say, um, 27 times. But, uh, but yeah, so I'm just letting you know that's part of what you get when you support us for the $10 a month. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Dwayne Hoffman, he's playing a song that I know because of Aerosmith, but this must be the original version. So let me turn it up because his intro is only 13 seconds. 13 seconds. We don't want to miss any of it. Here we go. Hey, Pat. This is Dwayne Hoffman from Columbus, Ohio. I'm choosing a track recorded in 1956 by the rockabilly band Johnny Burnett and the Rock and Roll Trio with their version of Train Kept a Rollin'. Thanks, Pat. There you go. Train kept it rolling. Let me tell you something. That's pretty good. It's definitely rockabilly, but I got to be honest with you. I like the Aerosmith version better than that. Aerosmith, their version from Get Your Wings is so, I'm going to say it, it's so fucking good. It's so good. Speaking of Aerosmith, all the Columbia albums, the ones that were released originally on Columbia Records and when they came back to Columbia Records, you know, for Nine Lives, and um, everything, I can't remember what the, uh, was it Just Push Play? Is that what it's called? All the ones that came after the Geffen years, those have all been remastered and reissued on CD via Capitol Records, which I guess they picked up, you know, the catalog. Now, so far I've purchased Night in the Ruts, the debut, and... I purchased Nine Lives, not because I love Nine Lives, but I purchased it because it was 
the cheapest one because they're different prices on Amazon.com. Uh, the jury's out whether these were remastered or not. Night in the Rut sounds better. The debut sounds better. Nine Live sounds exactly the same to my ears when I checked out sound files. But pretty sure that the other two have been remastered and uh, sound better to my ears. So buyer beware. But also, if you're an Aerosmith fan and you don't own any other CDs, you might want to pick those up. And I think it was 93 when they were last, you know, I think it's been 30 years since those things were last touched. So, you know, maybe it's time for an upgrade too. I'm throwing my money around, so I'm I'm picking them up here and there. Uh, I say here and there, and then eventually I own them all. All right. Next up, this guy was a member of the Stray Cats, but his solo material out of the Stray Cats is just fantastic. And I didn't know about it until I had him on the show. This is Lee Rocker. This is from his 2021 album, Gather Around. Uh, he's coming to Thousand Oaks soon. I'm hoping to go see him. And this is the title track from Gather Around. This guy's good. I mean, he's a great singer. Who knew? The bass player from the Stray Cats is also a great singer in his own right. So here we go. Here's Gather Round. Rockabilly, you got to talk about Route 66. You got to talk about Cadillacs. You got to do all that stuff. And uh, Lee Rocker does it. He does it with that uh, with that tune, Gather Around. And that album, it's fantastic. So I gave some of those copies away. I believe they were signed when I gave them away. And again, Patreon prizes. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Uh, early on in the show, Stephen Perry played the band The Living End. The song was Moment in the Sun. We got another guy right now who's going to play some Living End. Here we go. It could be the same song. Again, I, I, I don't really listen to this <laughs> before recording. He might play the same song, um, but maybe not. But this is Alex Peak. Here we go. Hi, Pat and Rock Solid listeners. Alex Peak here. As pop punk hit the mainstream charts in the mid-90s, it helped pave the way for the punk-infused rockabilly genre known as psychobilly to hit the mainstream airwaves. This genre's beginnings can be traced back to the early 80s with the Cramps, but one band to bring it to the mainstream in the late 90s was the Australian band The Living End. With the release of their first single, Prisoner of Society, it brought a whole new sound of rockabilly to many youths such as myself who may have been familiar with classic rockabilly or heard the hits of the Stray Cats, but never heard Rockabilly done in this fashion or at this speed. The band also brought a new generation's version of Brian Setzer to the guitar world in the name of Chris Chaney, 
In an era when post-grunge and new metal had helped eliminate the guitar solo for mainstream rock radio, the guitar solo in this song really stood out. So here's a taste of The Living End's Prisoner of Society with it going into a ripping guitar solo like this. There we go. A little psycho Billy is what Alex Peak is calling that. I guess that's, uh, I guess that's uh, psychotic music for hillbillies. Is that what that means? I don't know. Uh, moving right along. Here's old school. I love Roy Orbison. Uh, he's listed as a rockabilly artist. I don't know if this song is, you know, the most rockabilly song, but I've always loved this song. It's called Claudette. Here we go. Well, I got a brand new baby and I feel so good She loves me even better than I thought she would I'm on my way to her house and I'm blown out of breath When I see her tonight, I'm gonna squeeze it to death Claudette, pretty little pet Claudette Never make me fret Claudette She's the greatest little girl that I've ever met Orbison definitely, definitely influenced Mr. Chris Isaac. Had more people participated, I'm sure we would have heard some Chris Isaac. But so be it. Here we are. All right, let's try Mr. Ian Beresford. I'm burping, Ian. I'm burping over saying your name. Ian Beresford. Let's hear what he's bringing for it. Hello, Pat and the Rock Solid listeners. This is Ian Beresford in Berwick-upon-Tweed in the Thumberland, England, with my choice for the Patreon-created episode, Rockabilly. Back in 1980, there was a big revival of Rockabilly in the UK with bands like The Jets, The Polecats, Matchbox, and this band, Coast to Coast. The song is Let's Jump the Broomstick. It's a cover by cover from Brenda Lee, and it was a hit in the UK in 1981. I hope everyone enjoys it. I hope everyone's well. And as always, thanks, Pat, for your great content. Bye for now. Come a little baby, let's jump the broomstick. Come a little baby, let's jump the broomstick. Come a little time now. 
All right, Ian, that was great. Again, uh, I'm being introduced to a lot of artists that I've never heard before. That happens every time we do these episodes. You guys are schooling me in the ways of some rockabilly. All right, here's a guy who has also played with Dave Edmonds in the band Rock Pile. We can't forget Nick Lowe when we're talking about some rockabilly. I've also noticed these rockabilly songs are short. Like this one's two minutes and eight seconds. This is from Jesus of Cool. This is Heart of the City. Heart of the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick Lowe. Very nice. Very nice. I compliment my own my own song, my own choice, my own pick. All right. Brian Setzer's new album will be out soon. Again, The Devil Always Collects. Brian Setzer. I'll be giving away CD copies. It's one of my favorite Brian Setzer albums. And uh, his last one was good too, but this one's better. I got to be honest. This one's better. Will Brian do the show? I have been trying, trying, trying for years and years and years. Brian doesn't seem to do many interviews unless it's for like a guitar magazine. And... I, I searched around. I don't see him on podcasts, really. So if I got him, I think it would be like quite a coup, but I just don't know that he's going to do anything. So I keep trying. Management has my request. That's about all I can do. You know, I would love it, though. I mean, we've had Phantom and we've had Rocker. Now we need Setzer. All right. This is the last pick. The last listener pick. Just like Rockabilly, this this episode's short. Right now we're at 43 minutes. That's not a lot. Uh, here we go, though. And then I got a play out song. And then we're done. And then we'll see you Thursday for our new episode. This is a bonus episode. Here we go. Hi, Pat. This is Mike Markle from Philadelphia. And my Rockabilly song is Wreck My Mind by Robert Johnson. No, it's not the Delta Bluesman Robert Johnson. It's a different Robert Johnson. He's a musician from Memphis, Tennessee, who released his debut album, Close Personal Friend, in 1978, and then he just disappeared. This is one of my favorite albums of all time. Top to bottom, all 10 songs in the album are awesome. High-energy power pop and rockabilly with tons of melody and hooks. I love it. Having said that, it's always been a real head-scratcher to me. These songs should have been all over the radio in 1978, but the album barely even charted. And then it and Robert Johnson just disappeared. I saw chatter on the internet that he released an album called I'm Back in 2019, but I can't find it anywhere. little background, Johnson auditioned for the Rolling Stones when Mick Taylor left the band, but he didn't get the gig. He was only 23 at the time, and rumor has it that the Stones felt that he was too young. He also opened up for The Knack and toured with John Entwistle's side band, Ox. Please start it from the beginning and play as much as you can.
right. Good one, Mike Markle. Robert A. Johnson. Everyone seek it out on, I got it on iTunes actually because Mike gifted me the song. So thank you, Mike. He knew I wouldn't have that song and he gifted it to me and I appreciate that. But you know what? You don't have to gift me the song because the Patreon money pays for all that stuff. So remember, patreon.com forward slash rock solid podcast. Yes, I've been talking about it a lot on this show. Yes, I apologize. Yes, I don't apologize. All right. With that, let me tell you, we are at Rock Solid Show on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram queen Lisa Solak is the person who runs the Instagram for me. And rocksolidpodcast.com for all things about the show. You can Google Rock Solid and Estoy, E-S-T-O-Y, if you want to buy a t-shirt because we have tons of merch and no one ever buys it. And I got to tell you, I've seen no money from t-shirt sales, okay? But I think we have good t-shirts and you should get one just for the fun of it. And it's not, it doesn't, it's not blazing with my name. They just say rock solid. I don't even, some of them don't even say podcast. So basically you can wear these things and I mean, rock solid can mean something different to everybody. Or someone will go, what's that? And you go, it's a cool podcast I like. Or you can go, I hate that podcast. Whatever you say. But there's t-shirts, lots of styles. There's hats. There's, there's, a, there's probably too much merch. But you can get over there and do it. Next Patreon episode is going to be songs about food. We did it before. We'll do it again. Blueberry Hill, cherry pie, anything you can think of. That's just fruit. Those are just two examples of fruit. Raspberry beret, that's fruit again. Uh, it's probably a song called Steak and Potatoes, I'm sure. ACDC's got a song, I think, called Hot Potatoes. And maybe that'll get played. But these are examples. And I think my friend Michelle Allen is going to sit in on that one. And she's always fun and, and wacky. So I like to uh, spend time with her behind the mic. Uh, and with that, Mike Markle said that Robert A. Johnson actually opened for The Knack. So I'm going to play The Knack covering a Nick Lowe song called I Knew the Bride. It's a great version. It's fast, and I like it. So, everybody, thanks for listening to the show, and see you soon. Well, the bride looked a picture in a gallon bit of marble wall. When she was married to Sam, who nearly 27 years before. She had to change the style a little bit, but it looked just fine. They sit up all night, but you got it finished just in time. Now on the over daddy, she come walking on down the aisle. And then she gets just my eye, and she gives me the secret smile. Maybe I'm too old-fashioned, but we once were close friends. Oh, but the way that she looked today, she never could have been. Well, I can see you standing there in a tight blue jeans Walking all the money in the record machine Yeah, spinning like a top You should have seen her go oh, I knew the bride when she used to rock and roll I knew the bride when she used to rock and roll I knew the bride when she used to rock and roll I knew the bride when she used to rock and roll Now 